0: Welcome to the Mini-Crisis, brought to you by the Tales of Crisis Podcast. And welcome back to another mini crisis episode in today's episode we are going to be covering the second part of movement if you haven't heard it already we've already done a one part one for movement and go check that out that covers where you are moving your own characters this time we're talking about where either you are moving your opponent's characters or your opponent is moving yours And as I touched on in the last episode, this is a real key part of the game. The ability to move your opponent's characters can make a massive change to the dynamics of the game. If your opponent's character has already been and is sat on an objective, you can just come up and move them off that objective and they no longer score it. There are a couple of ways around that with um, some team tactics cards or some characters have got abilities that, mean that they can move back onto it but they are very few and far between so this is a really solid tactic if you're going for especially if you're focusing on secures moving characters off secures and allowing you then to score them so how do we do this well there are two main ways to do it and these are pushes and throws now these are very similar um but they have a a key difference between the two of them we'll cover pushes first So pushes come in a variety of different forms, normally they come as part of an attack, often on a wild, sometimes automatically, um, sometimes only if you do damage. And what it means is you can move your opponent's character normally short. A couple of things to check is the size of the character, now often I would say the main one would be size 2 or less. Some pushes are size three or less, and some pushes don't determine the size of the character so that there are anything. How you work out a push is you take a long ruler, a long measurement stick, you bend it so that it becomes a 90 degree angle. You point the tip of that angle towards the character that is pushing, doing the pushing, and you place it so that it touches the character's base that is being pushed so that it touches it in almost two places. And that gives you a 90 degree angle away from the character that you can push. Now, there, th- this is the standard. Most pushes are away. There are a few that are towards, and I'll cover that in a moment. Also, one thing to be aware of is often in attacks it says you may push the character, but some attacks, for example, Black Panther's attacks, um, don't give you that option. It just says... After the attack, you push the character. It doesn't say may. So always look to see whether or not it's an optional push or not. And again, this can be quite frustrating. You, you've you sat next to the character, you attack them, and then you realize you've got to push them. You get pushed, and then all of a sudden, they're out of range. So coming back to it, you would push the character the stated distance. So in our example, we'll say short, which is the main one. And... You will essentially place the short measurement stick, so this is the only time in the game where you're allowed two measurement sticks on the table, because at this point the long measurement stick is no longer classed as a measurement stick, it's just being used to calculate an angle. You would then put the short measurement stick down next to the character that is being pushed, as long as it's within the angle that is being calculated by the long stick. And then you would just place them as you would do any other movement. However, what you need to do is make sure the center of the base tracks along the center of the short, or the movement stick being used in this case, short. And the key thing is you have to keep the movement tool straight. So you can't put any bends in it. They have to move straight along across the middle of that movement ruler. This is key because as soon as that base comes into contact with terrain feature, or another character's base you stop so there are ways at times to push somebody but not very far so you can potentially just push them a little bit and then they come into contact with something else character's base has to finish wholly within the angle that you've created from the long on some superpowers where you're essentially pulling them into you it's still classed as a push but instead of creating the angle away you create the angle towards so it's exactly the same apart from you essentially point the corner of the long so that it is the opposite side and then you can pull them towards you in that 90 degree angle and again the same rules apply there as soon as it comes into contact with anything it stops. And be aware when you come to push them towards you you're the base of the character doing the push you can go through that so you can actually push somebody through yourself as such and then they come out the other side so that's the only base that you don't stop when you're interacting this is true also with throws which we'll cover in a moment now throws follow the same basic rules however there are a couple of key differences not all throws are towards or away there are some throws that just say you may throw the character. So in those situations, you can throw them any direction you wish. The other key difference is when you collide with um, a terrain feature and or character. So if you were to throw a character, and throws often have a variety of measurements, so it's not normally just short, There's, there's quite a few medium throws in the game as well. Essentially, you, you follow the same rules that you do for a push, but once it comes into contact with a piece of terrain or a character, something different happens. If it comes into contact with the character, then what you do is, again, you stop where it is. The character being thrown automatically takes one damage. The character that is got, has a character being thrown into them will take damage the size of the character plus one, but they do get to roll a dodge roll. And a dodge roll is essentially your physical defense. And you calculate successes the same way as you would in a defense roll. So you're looking for crits, wilds and shields. Note there are certain special conditions and superpowers that only affect defense rolls not dodge rolls. So a dodge roll is a different type of roll. It uses your defense value but it is not a defense roll. Something to be aware of is that throws are enemy effects. So when we talk about gaining power for taking damage from enemy effects, you will get power if you take damage as part of a throw or a character being thrown into another character. The other scenario is if you're thrown into terrain. So again, in this scenario, you will take one damage by being thrown into the terrain. And if the character is larger than the size of the terrain that it is being thrown into, then the terrain is destroyed. If the terrain is the same size or larger than the character, then the piece of terrain remains where it is. Uh, And when we say destroyed, it's essentially removed from the table. So this is the concept that if you were to throw a a large character into a lamppost, that lamppost is going to get destroyed. But if you throw that large character into a building, then chances are the building is going to be fine. So that's that's the thematic uh, view of it. Now there are a couple of things to be aware of here again check whether or not the throw is specifically away or whether or not it is if it doesn't say if it doesn't say then you can throw them in any direction. Also throws come from attacks but throws also come from superpowers quite often you'll have a superpower that is just a throw some throws include throwing terrain some throws only throw terrain and do not throw characters so make sure you read it and make sure you you fully understand the particulars of that attack slash superpower because as I say that there's a variety of different caveats that come around with a throw as I say it could be just throwing characters could just throw terrain it could be both if it's associated with an attack then it'll just be the character but then it might be away it might not it might be any it might not state a direction in which case it's any direction so there are a couple of things to to be aware of there also when you do the throw so especially with regard to an attack some throws happen before damage is dealt some throws happen after damage is dealt and again that's key due to the interactions that that holds and we'll, we'll cover that in a later episode around the attack sequence so they're the main two though pushes and throws now you can use these in a multitude of ways. Pushes generally are used to push people off of objectives. And as I say, this, this is good for help scoring. You, you do that after somebody's activated and generally they can't get back onto that objective. They don't score that objective. You can also use it to push characters towards other characters that you want to attack. So again, say you've got a character that hasn't activated yet that is just outside of range two of the character they want to attack normally they'd have to walk up spend an action as part of that and then they only get the one attack however if you're able to push the opponent's character towards the character you want to use in a later activation then you potentially can push them into range and that character therefore can get two attacks into them as opposed to just the one because it would have to have moved throws are a little bit different because throws can be used in them two key ways again there's the concept of moving your opponents around so moving them same ways in a push but also they come with damage so there's always the concept of being able to take some chip damage off somebody if somebody's potentially just got one you know you've done a number of attacks you've you've done really well but you haven't managed to daze or ko them they've still got that one health left if you throw them into something unless they've got tactics card that they can play for example brace then they're going to take that one pip of damage and that could be that could potentially daze or ko them similarly you could be throwing them into somebody else and again that means that that other person that's taking that is being thrown into will be taking damage another key thing to be aware of is the size again with throws similar to pushes make sure you make sure which size you can throw up to there's also one last one and that's normally termed bow and then this comes from the first character in the game to have this and this was modok and he had bow to the will of modok and this is essentially a superpower that allows you to advance one of your opponent's characters now uh, modok has this enchantress has this and there are others that can do something similar and this is a very very powerful superpower It essentially means that you can move your opponent's models around. And this is great because what this means is you can advance them. And all the rules that then come in an advance come into play. So you can advance them through characters. So whereas a push or a throw would have to stop into a character. You can advance them through because you're allowed to advance through. You can advance them around a corner. You know you can now bend the movement tool as you would do in an advance. Also there are a number of... Superpowers or scenarios that activate when a character advances. So for example if you had Rocket, Rocket can set up booby traps. When a character moves within a certain range of him he can then do some damage. So there are a number of additional things that you can then do. Craven, a new card that is coming out can put a superpower onto a character. Which means every time that they do movement they take a damage. So again, you could put that onto a character and then you could do a bow to the will of Modok. If you had Modok or Enchantress does similar, advance them and they would have to take damage. Another thing to be aware though, it it is an advance. And as we mentioned in the last episode, that will not allow you to do a climb. Some of the advances on on bow tend to be short, but there are other team tactics cards. So a, a good one is Deception by mystique which she plays and that allows you to advance the character their standard range so if you had something like angela who's a long mover and you played deception on angela you get to move your opponent's angela long which is extremely powerful and all, all the things that come with that one last piece to co- cover on this episode is around crisis so a couple of crisis allows your opponent to move your characters and 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 the main one that springs to mind here is spider infected Uh, and this one you roll a dice for every character who has one of the spider infected citizens and on a hit crit or wild your opponent gets to advance them short so again similar concept that we were talking about on the bow of modok this is an advance and all the rules that apply to an advance happen here. There is a, a new one, the, the sword base crisis card that is coming out. And as part of that, you get to push an opponent on the board. So again, you, you can come across and you can pick one and you can push them as part of that crisis. Now there are other more ed case, but the, these are the main times when you can move your opponent's characters. And as I say, it's an extremely powerful element of the game and it's something you've got to be aware of and you, you need to be able to plan for. Every time you activate one of your characters, there's a chance that if you go and put them onto an objective, if there's a character near there with a throw or a push, you need to be aware of that because they could easily move you off that it's secure if you have, if they haven't already activated. There are certain characters in the game that are fantastic at this. The ones that spring to mind, Shuri has a range 5 attack that is part of that. Even if it doesn't do damage, it gets to push you so she can stand from a long way back and just push people off objectives great you've got people like valkyrie who as an asgardian gets two power a turn and she has a throw that only costs a two power so she can walk up to a secure and literally just throw the character that's on the secure off it's only size two or less so if it was a size three character she wouldn't be able to but it's a, it's a standard play, if you're not looking to be aggressive with her, you can just move up and throw that character off. That character doesn't gain any power from it, because they haven't taken any damage, and they're, they're off that secure. As mentioned in the last main episode, we have a new sponsor, Blackgate Games. Go check them out, great savings there, great owner, um, great customer service, use them multiple times. So go check them out for all your MCP needs. Thanks for listening, and if you want to catch me on the social medias, it's at martinswaffield on both Instagram and Twitter, and I am spooky on Discord.